Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And look who's back from Belize. It's Radio's Big J. Yeah. How does it feel? It's great. Yeah? Was it a good vacation? Everything you wanted and more? It was awesome. It was spectacular. Yes. I, I love to hear that. Uh, I'm sure you have stories to share. Maybe we'll get one or two over the course of the show today. Are you feeling well rested? Do you feel yeah. like you actually had a vacation? Yeah, uh, yeah. After I mean yesterday, I mean listen, we didn't get home until about midnight on uh-huh. uh, Sunday night, so I was like, damn, that would have been a miserable Monday. So I uh, got a chance to rest and recover a little bit yesterday. But yeah, good to go. And I got something for you. Oh, nice. What is Here it? Is a hoodie. Uh, I hope this fits. I think it's the right size, wow. and it is. Um, so Belkin is the uh, beer of Belize. Okay. So uh, that. Uh, Thank the, you, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, I got. I got a hat on. So we. The did wife is drinking lots of Belkin. Okay, I was gonna say. I'm, I know you didn't. No. Uh, so I was gonna ask you if it's any good, but you wouldn't. Know. You, I don't think you would like it. Why is that? Well, I don't know. It's akin to maybe Bud, Bud Light. Why would that be? Something? I don't know. I, I've never seen drink one uh, uh, by choice. So, a butter by light. You haven't yeah. seen my refrigerator. It's filled. With I it. know you're right. I haven't. Uh, for a while. Although I have not had uh, anything to drink for a very long time. So there's that. But uh, I say to thee, thank you very much. I'm glad that you are back and safe. And hopefully, it was everything that you wanted. Did it? quench your thirst for international travel or do you feel like you've uh this is just the beginning of your globe trot oh no it's probably the beginning so you enjoyed yeah. it you, yeah. you did like it I, I every time i talked to you i wasn't sure if you hated every second of it or if you actually enjoyed it no there are definitely new experiences and i'm into to that and and um just perspective and those sort of things and yeah <laughs> once listen i stepped off the plane and immediately had heat stroke okay <laughs> Right, and so um, yeah, that that part wasn't pleasant. Uh, but it, it's weird how that getting that much closer to the equator, it gets. I mean, the sun is so hot, and when you get into the shade, it's like thirty degree difference. It's crazy, uh, and it was weird, and it took a little time to adjust. But and then, right at the time that we did, it, it was time to leave. Now, again, you are well. I, let, we'll get into the Belize trip. I've got lots of questions about what you guys did and how you guys did it, and if it was everything you wanted it to be. So we'll get into that over the course of the show today. We'll do a round of streaming dumbass over the course of the show today. Avatar is in town tomorrow night at the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. We would like to send you there a couple times over. We have tickets to our free X show with Dead Sarah, which is now twenty days away. Big J. Hopefully people are excited for that, and we have a whole bunch of other stuff on the to-do list today that we will get to, but let's start with some music. The Foo Fighters, kicking things off here on the morning after this morning. It's my hero on the X-Rocks. After with Nick and Big J. Well, for the fourth time since this pandemic started here in our state, right around St. Patrick's Day of 2020, the Idaho National Guard has had to be reactivated to assist with the COVID-19 response here in the state of Idaho. Governor Brad Little activated 75 guardsmen to assist Primary Health Medical Group and the Idaho Department of Corrections across the state, as both are dealing with severe staff shortages currently because of COVID-19. Little announced an additional 503 guardsmen and women will be uh, assisting Idaho hospitals across the state. He authorized the initial activation in March of 2020. That's when we knew we were in serious trouble around here. Then he activated the Idaho National Guard again in November 2020 as we moved into stage two of the pandemic response. 
and then it was again reactivated in August of 2021 as it was what it was called a last-ditch effort to avoid activating the crisis standards of care, which did not work. And the fourth activation comes as hospitals continue to deal with the Omicron-driven surge. And, of course, the crisis standards of care was again reactivated here in, on January 24th because of staffing and blood shortages. So, again, we're in the crisis standards of care for the second time, and we now have staff shortages coupled with that. And so uh, thank you to all the men and women in the Idaho National Guard that are stepping up and uh, filling in the spots when they are asked to in emergency services. It's not an easy thing to do, but things are, once again, bananas around here. We know it, but they are. Hey, Big J, uh, are you excited for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Are you excited that Tom Brady's <clears throat> retiring? I don't think he's retiring. You don't think so? Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady said last night that he is continuing to work through the decision of whether or not he's going to retire. He was talking on his podcast saying uh, things were announced a little bit too early, but he's still talking to his wife and trying to figure out if this is something that they want to do. Meanwhile, ESPN standing by their story that he's going to retire. NFL.com coming up with uh, you know stuff that they're saying that basically he had this agreement with his wife that it was two years and done in Tampa Bay no matter what. And so everybody still expects him to retire, but you don't, huh? That's right. How come? What makes and you say he, so? And if he does, he isn't going to let uh, the, the goofs at ESPN and NFL announce his retirement. Oh, no, no, no. He's going to do it himself. Yeah, he was. I think he was very upset that he got scooped. And you're right. Now he might just come back out of spite. He might have been totally ready Listen, to go. He, and I think he might be spiteful. You know what? <laughs> I think you might be right. Uh, I don't know much about Tom Brady, but my guess is he holds a grudge. Hey, Corn will mark this Friday's release of Requiem with a concert on Thursday at basically uh, 9 o'clock in the evening our time at the Hollywood United Methodist Church. They're calling it Requiem Mass. And the show, uh, tickets for the show will be given out on Amoeba Music in Hollywood on Tuesday for those that want to check it out in person. But if you do, are you if you are lucky enough to score tickets, you will have to wear black funeral attire. Uh, you will have to provide proof of vaccination, and then you'll also have to wear a corn-branded mask that they will give you. The show will stream live on YouTube. Corn looking for this whole aesthetic. That's why they're asking for all this stuff. As they put this together from a church and kind of have a little bit of fun with the album release, and it'll be available for you to stream on YouTube if you want to check out a little live corn performance. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, cool, man. So check it out if you want to check out a little taste of new live corn music. You can do so in just a couple of days. <laughs> with Nick and Big J. We need your help. Big J needs a movie to watch and review tonight for you in a 24-hour period. You will be the judge, jury, and executioner as to which one of the following three movies Big J will watch. I'm going to strip away the stars, the studio that brought you, the director stuff. I'm going to give you just a brief plot description of three movies. And you need to think about which one of those movies you'd like Big J to watch. And then text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003. And the movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J will be forced to watch tonight and review for you around this time tomorrow. Big J, are you prepared? Uh, yeah. I, I told I'm... everybody to not to take off the gloves. Because last week was not only one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my entire life, but I also had to pay for it. Uh, but I have confirmed oh. that you do what not have to pay What happened to May Day? Uh, that's exactly what it was. I told you. Remember I texted yeah. you that I couldn't... No, that, no, I know, but it was that bad, huh? It was... 
literally Listen, unwatchable. Welcome to the first three freaking years of DV Dumbass, pal. It was. I had to pay for God a terrible awful. movie. Yeah, but you, you, you Redbox is a dollar. You owe me three hundred dollars. I don't know. I don't know. You might want to check your math on that. But here we go. Movie number one. A secret agent is sent to prevent the onset of World War III, but he must bend the laws and experience things he only thought were possible in order to be successful in his mission. Movie number two. A young couple rises from humble beginnings to create one of the world's largest money-making companies. However, financial improprieties, scheming rivals, and scandals soon threaten to topple their carefully constructed empire. And movie number three. One man is known for his bravery and skill, the other for his intelligence and eloquence. When the two men are forced to battle each other, it places the fate of all parties involved in God's hands. Damn. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. Secret agent preventing World War III, young couple creates a gigantic business, or two dudes battling each other. What's it going to be? Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. Text on into the TDS Fiber tra- text line which one you would like to hear, or actually which movie you'd like Big J to watch, and the one that gets the most votes, which Big J will reveal to us here in a few minutes, is the one that he will review for you. We'll give you that movie and all the movies next on the X Rocks. Everlast, what it's like here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Time for the exciting conclusion to Streaming Dumbass. You guys had three movies to choose from. You texted in to the TDS Fiber text line which movie you wanted Big J to watch. Now we reveal what those movies would be. I forgot to tell you, Big J, really the common theme among all these movies are uh, pretty big deals. They all had theatrical releases, even in the pandemic, and they're all fairly new, and they've all got some pretty decent star power attached to them as well. Uh, I'm guessing at least you've heard of uh, two out of three of these, maybe even all three. Okay. Uh, any guesses as to what they were based on the actual descriptions? No, I don't think I can remember clearly. Uh, wonderful. Uh, then why don't you tell me what movie finished in third place? Uh, finishing in third place was movie number uh, two. That would have been The Eyes of Tammy Faye. That stars Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. Available <laughs> to watch on HBO Max. What movie came in at number two? Number three. That would be The Last Duel, starring Matt Damon and Adam Driver, also available on HBO Max. And so uh, you will be watching movie number one, Big J. World War Three, right? Uh, Prevention of World War Three, yes. And if I had, if I told you that was probably the biggest movie of all three, would you be surprised? Yes, because The Last Duel, I mean, that was pretty big. You will be watching Tenet, starring John David Washington and Robert Patterson. Well, you finally got me on Tenet, didn't you, pal? It is the movie that you will be watching. Uh, Written and directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, Why have you been avoiding this again? You told me it was terrible not to watch it. (laughs) Yes, but you never listen to me about that particular No, I usually do. Uh, you usually tell me that I'm wrong about things like that. but man, Yeah, when you say you love it so much, then I question it, but you're like, eh, skip it. So you, you disagree with me on things that I like and agree with me on things that I don't like. I, I'm very cautious about the things that you like. Uh, well, uh, enjoy this one. We'll see if you enjoy it. It is called Tenant. It is available on HBO Max. That is where you'll be watching it. Uh, if some of you have seen it, you probably already know what Big J's in store for. If you haven't, you can watch it on HBO Max if you have a subscription. Big J will enjoy the movie tonight or not enjoy the movie tonight and give us a full review tomorrow and I'm definitely looking forward to it because maybe he can tell me what the hell is going on. (laughs) 
notice traffic. Uh, listen, I, I know plenty of people that enjoy it. It's a beautiful movie. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, phew. And by the way, it's also not short. So uh, carve out some time tonight. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. But first, TDS Fiber Traffic Center time. Brought to you by Paragon Men's Health. Let's check in with CB. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, listen. I want to at least tip of the cap it to Cincinnati. They've got it figured out. You know they're going to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, man. Uh, first time is since the 80s. Since getting their ass whooped by the 49ers. Twice. Uh, and so they are ready to take on the Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl coming up on February the 13th. And the Cincinnati Public Schools have done something that you and I have been basically pounding the drum for, I don't know, every year we've been ever, ever been pleading, on the air. Pleading with? Yes. Saying, hey, how about we give the day after the Super Bowl as like a national holiday, the day off. And uh, it doesn't look like it's happening on a national level anytime soon. So Cincinnati Public Schools just went ahead and said, you know what? For the first time in more than three decades, we're going to give you the uh, the first, the Monday after the Super Bowl off, everybody. February 14th will officially be a school holiday. So teachers have the day off. Students don't have to go to school. All that kind of stuff. So kids will be able to stay up late without worrying about having to get up. Staffers won't have to drag themselves into work after celebrating or drowning their sorrows. And a letter sent to parents by the city's largest school district said that they were celebrating the Bengals for Super Bowl. That was the reason that the change was made. But whether it's a celebration or not remains to be seen. Uh, The two previous times the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, of course, they lost. Uh, Do you remember the two years, Big J, Mr. Niners fan? So you 85? Nope. 84? Nope. 86? Nope. 87? Nope. 88? Nope. Well, it was in the damn 80s. Yep. 89? There's one. 90? Nope. 96? You're going the wrong way. 82 and 89 are the two times the Cincinnati Bengals have been in the Super Bowl and lost both times to the 49ers. So, uh, congratulations to Cincinnati School District for doing something right. Part of me wants and hopes. I mean, I, I have no horse in the race. I want to see a great game, obviously, and the Bengals have done amazing, but... Uh, it would be great because I think NBC has the game yes. this year uh, th- for the Bengals to lose, and Chris Collins were having to call that game and just to bring back all his nightmares. Uh, he was in one of those that, I know. Uh, that didn't go oh, so well. Oh, I know. For the Cincinnati Bengals. The Las Vegas Raiders made it official yesterday. Josh McDaniels is their new head coach. This is his second stint as a coach for McDaniels. He led the Broncos in 2009 and 2010. He was fired after the third week in his second season. Uh, He said yesterday, quote, I didn't really know people and how important this aspect of the process of maintaining the culture and building the team was. He says he knows he failed as the head coach of the Broncos. He took that failure, and hopefully it made him a better coach and a better person. And he went back to New England. Of course, he's got six rings on his fingers, courtesy of him being the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. And uh, it turned in a pretty good rookie campaign by Mac Jones. Orchestrated that as well last year. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see if it works out. Nothing seems to work out for the Raiders, which is why I'm automatically, uh, you know, kind of a little bit cautiously optimistic about this. I've always liked Josh McDaniels. I felt like he was given too much power early on in Denver, and that was a recipe for disaster. But now he's got a little bit more uh, experience under his belt. He's not like a kid. I mean, he was super young, too, when that happened. And now he's got a bunch of experience. I think it's a good hire. I don't know if it'll work out for the Raiders, though. We'll see. Yeah, he seems pretty adaptable, especially in his offenses, adapted to just the the things and the in the um, 
the personnel that he has, and that's something that I think he's learned from Bill Belichick. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, the, the offense under Tom Brady is much different than it was under Cam Newton two years ago, and the team is much different under Mac Jones last year. So, yes, you're absolutely right. He seems to see what the players around him have and adapt to that, and usually he's pretty successful at it. I mean, even a good year this last year with the Patriots. Big J, if you were excited about Party Down, the revival of the 2009 hit series for stars bringing back everybody, you may want to know that they're bringing back a couple of big-name guest stars as well. Jennifer Garner, James Martin on top of the guest list for those that will join the revival of Party Down. It is a sitcom about cater waiters that won many fans over. Uh, they will join original cast members Adam Scott, Ken Marino, former guest the morning after, Jane yeah. Lynch uh, as well, former guest the morning after. All part of the Party Down reboot that's going to be headed back to stars. It's expected to debut later on this year. So get ready to get ready. That is Lincoln Park on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to get some Belize stories because you know what? That's what we need. We need to know about your vacation. Is that cool with you? Yeah, Belize it or not. Belize it or not with Big J coming up in a few. Bringing to light stories that are incredibly f***ed up. Oh, man, we're going to hell. Rotten hell, you worthless maggot. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Connecticut is where we're headed for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. While you were in a tropical paradise and we were dealing with cold but reasonable temperatures around these parts of the United States of America. You may be familiar, maybe you saw it on social media, about how the uh, northeastern part of the United States of America just got hammered with snow yes yeah more bomb cyclones yeah it was it was crazy there were some places that had as big as six foot high snow drifts it was crazy because yeah you had the snow and then you had the wind too which is just making things bad all the way around and so you know and sometimes they get snow up there a lot of times they don't and some people don't know how to handle snow when you get snow in places that you don't usually get it uh but that could lead to creativity and it could also lead to a disaster because a Connecticut man had so much snow piled up against his house, he didn't feel like a shovel or a snowblower would match up well enough against it when the recent blizzard hit New England. So, what did he do, Big J? He grabbed a garden torch to melt the snow near the side of the house. And guess what, Big J? It was working. No, oh, it was working great. Uh, until he got a little bit too close to the house, Big J, and that's when the siding on his house started on fire. Oh, jeez. Next thing you know, it's spread to an outside garden wall, and uh, half of his house is ablaze, Big J. The fire department did respond quickly. They were able to put out the blaze with minimal damage, but still a significant amount. And then they took a bunch of pictures and jumped on social media and started warning people not to use torches, any other fire-producing tools for snow removal purposes it's just not smart and it doesn't usually end well for something that you own or love if you use that particular uh i don't know weapon strategy i'm not sure to battle snow uh, no nope. fun in that nobody enjoys shoveling it's not fun uh, it's i i don't dangerous think it, i don't think i've ever it's crazy to say this but i i've never owned one nor do i think i've ever operated a snowblower I, oh, really? I, yeah, I've never, I, because, yeah, I mean, even growing up in Wisconsin, I mean, that's that's why my parents had me, I feel like, was to shovel. And so, didn't matter how much snow was out there, that was getting shoveled, and I still shovel to this day. So, I've never used, I've never had also probably enough property to worry about a snowblower, do you know what I'm saying? Sure. 
Uh, so it's not really high on the list of priorities. I don't feel like I'm missing out, but I also have never used a torch to melt snow. It feels like I'm asking for trouble if I do that. Uh, but this guy wanted to give it a shot and ended up setting his whole damn house on fire. So now you know. It's not a good idea. Listen, same kind of guy who, or uh, person, I should say, that, that uh, starts a house on fire trying to kill spiders. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anytime you want to incorporate fire as a solution to something that is in or against your home that you do not want in or against your home, you're probably going to lose that bat. And you, so will your home. Yeah, you might be one of those, uh, you know, pyromaniacs. <laughs> right, right. There could be something deeply seated going on inside of your brain that you don't know. Nothing wrong with grabbing a shovel and getting a little bit of exercise. How can I use fire to fix this problem? Oh, I can't wait. Oh. I, I believe we're all programmed right now to what is, what can make me do the least amount of work. And that certainly is up there. I mean, you're letting the fire do all the work. You don't have to shovel water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I understand the thinking process, but I believe that... I have a uh, house made of flammable material should trump all that thinking, but unfortunately it doesn't. And that's why we're left in situations like this. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name of here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is 100.3 The X-Rocks. Big J rejoins us from, uh, what, four or five days in Belize? Yeah, four days. Uh, and so you had your time. Now you are back. Was it worth the trip? Yeah, it was It was great. It was uh, fantastic and uh, a lot of fun and adventurous. I mean, uh, Belize is a country. It's in Central America. It's just south of uh, Mexico. It actually borders Mexico, so it's in the Gulf there and uh, the Caribbean Sea. And uh, we were staying in an island, which is just off uh, the coast of Belize. It's called San Pedro. Uh, and it's probably like 60 miles or so from uh, the actual, um, you know, town of Belize City. And so when you land, <laughs> I mean, uh, we land, we're landing on this uh, airport that has one runway. Uh-huh. And uh, you almost, it's, it's barely long enough for uh, 737 to land. And you, I look out and I'm like, there's these tall bushes right outside. I mean, it's not something you're going to see in, you know, a pretty much, uh, you know, a first world country. Let's put it that way. And so you get out and, and this is a new thing for me. This is the first time traveling as an adult outside of the country. And so we board the plane. We go in through. We got to go through immunization. Uh, we got to show our, uh, you know, our, our COVID tests um, and all of that stuff. Get our passports. I I mean, and, and when you get in there, a it's super hot. We landed at night, and it's it's very humid. Oh, even at night, it was still. Oh, humid? yeah. You get in, you get into the building, and it's it, the the airport. It, it, it smelled like um, like a pool. Like, like the whole thing was a big pool, and uh-huh. that's what it felt like too. And so it was. Uh, you know, and then we had to get onto a smaller plane. So we got onto like a, a, a twelve passenger plane, Nick. Uh, and I do not fit in those seats. Uh, and so I had two plane tickets on that one. And, and so you knew in advance. Yes. That, okay. Yes. Uh, and so I, I was sitting in the very back of the plane uh, where there's like kind of a, like a jump seat. Uh-huh. And so that's where I'm sitting. Not the best place to sit. I mean, it was Indiana Jones, dude. That's how I felt, and because as you're going down the runway, I mean you're you're flopping sure. all over the place, and we get up there, and it's completely dark. You don't know where you're going. I mean, it's just crazy, and we land. And um, the thing about San Pedro in particular is uh, the the mode of transportation there is golf cart. 
I noticed that in your videos. So uh, there are thousands of golf golf carts in this little uh, in this little island, and uh, so we they're like you have to rent one of those if you're going to get anywhere um, on the island. So we we got those uh, the next day after we we're there and, and driving around. Uh, it was just an incredible experience. Met a lot of people. It, it's you know it used to be a British monarch colony, so it's an English speaking. And and their their food is, you know, it's Caribbean meets Creole meets you know English stuff, and so it's it's an interesting hodgepodge of stuff. That must mean a lot of spice. So that probably yeah yeah. And they're close to the Yucatan Peninsula. So what does that mean for most people here who are familiar with flying pie? It means habaneros. Like I I found these great hot sauces that I bought to bring back uh, that were the table condiment, and it's habanero hot sauce. That's the table condiment for everything. Um, so uh, we, you know, we we had fun doing, you know, uh, just day to day activities. But the probably the highlight was the snorkeling. We went snorkeling, and um, there there's a barrier reef there. It's the Mesa America American uh, Reef. It's the second largest natural coral reef next to the one in Australia, obviously. And so there's a marine reserve there called the Ho Chan Marine Reserve, and we went out there to do some snorkeling. They did not prepare us for uh and i would say strenuous swimming okay right so i was not prepared mentally for that so we're going out in a boat and it's all fun and we're like oh we're gonna go snorkeling uh i mean we're snorkeling in the ocean nick sure. and and against ocean current uh it was very difficult and first of all you know i've had salt water before tasted it this is 10 times saltier than the regular ocean of the pacific ocean i don't know why but it just was and so uh i was it was difficult and and our guide uh, you kept name, drinking it no, I, well, I mean, sometimes when you're about to drown, like I was a couple times, um, you know, we just kept going out further and further away from the boat. I'm like, what are we doing? I was starting to cramp up. And I, I do not like swimming with fins, all right, with the flippers. I'm okay. not a big fan of that. Because uh, I'm, a, I'm a girthy person, I'm buoyant, and those are also buoyant. And so I'm kind of like, it dips me down into the to the water, and it's just very difficult for me to swim. And, and it was just, the, the our guide, uh, his name was Raul. He ended up uh, towing me around like a tugboat with what with with a, a life vest thing and i was just, just he was a great you were swimmer. just laying there and he was dragging no, i was you swimming right? along but it just he was very strong uh swimmer and so uh we've got a chance to see um sea turtles underneath uh, the nice. water and nurse sharks it was very, very cool. That sounds like it was pretty awesome. So it, yeah. even though you almost died, it was a highlight of the trip? I didn't almost die. But yeah, no, that was the, probably the highlight. And then uh, just kind of being relaxed and chilled and meeting people. And the people in Belize are very nice. You know, it did seem, and maybe I'm wrong, because you didn't post a whole hell of a lot. But it, 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 I was expecting more people to be in the places that you were. Were there a lot of people or was it just... No. and Well, I mean, this obviously is a place that um, is really, you know, is a tourism spot, right? Yeah. And so it... The, a lot of the places, listen, COVID has, has hurt the tourist industry. Sure. And this is one of those particular places that's been kind of hit by it. I mean, there's probably half as many people normally as there would be. There was this place we went out to called Secret Beach, and it's 50-minute drive uh, via golf cart <laughs> uh, from where our hotel was. And um, it's usually just packed. 
packed, but there was there wasn't very many people there at all. Did that make it more enjoyable or less enjoyable? Yeah, it made it more enjoyable. Okay. But you know, at the same time, I kept telling the wife, I'm like, I feel like you know, uh, we, we were also wanted to make sure we got to leave and come home. So I was being careful. I didn't want to be around a bunch of people. Sure. And um, there was probably a few night spots where it looked like we'd drive by and people were having a good time and it was a bar and people were having fun. And I was like, that would be pretty cool to try to hang out and do that, but I didn't want to. But you avoided all those kind of like hot spots? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but it sounded like it was relaxing. It was? It was. It was a lot of fun. It was a great experience and uh, I would definitely do it again. Is it Big J approved? Big J approved. Go to San Pedro. Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, we're now a full month into the new year, which means we can kind of look back on the month of January and say, how did we do with our New Year's resolutions, if you are the kind of person that makes New Year's resolutions? And researchers have found out that when people make resolutions and then fail to keep them, usually there's some sort of internal conflict going on there that's resulting in them kind of doing it. Usually they're a planner or they're a doer. There's somebody that plans a lot or there's somebody that actually follows up and does that stuff. And they found that while participants differed in the relative importance they attached to self-control and spontaneity, overall, the attitudes in favor of spontaneity were almost as common as attitudes in favor of self-control. Meaning, basically, the importance of treating desires or wanting to change is a little bit easier than actually doing the change. And we find ourselves trying to really overcome that hurdle in that first month. But if you're able to do it, And you can look back on things a month later and go, you know what? I did pretty good with my New Year's resolution. A lot of people consider that the hump, if you will. And once you're over it, you're able to kind of do what you want to do. So if there was a New Year's resolution that you made for yourself and you're looking at the month of January and you're like, hey, I knocked it out of the park. Sweet. The hard part's over. But if you're somebody that failed to do a New Year's resolution in the month of January, odds are it's going to be harder than ever to pick it up and follow through. So... These last 30 days, or 31 days, if you will, have been pretty important if you wanted to change something courtesy of the new year. Hopefully, mission accomplished. Breaking news as of this morning, Big J. Not a huge thing done, but Tom Brady did release a nine-part Instagram story where he officially retired from football. So this morning, just this morning, you said he wasn't going to retire. And then almost despite you, Big J, like an hour later, he full-on went into retirement. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe him. Uh, interesting. Did you read the whole statement that he put out? Yeah. Uh, anything surprising in there? Uh, it, well, he left out a bunch of stuff about the Patriots. You didn't mention but, the Patriots at all. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised that if he doesn't get traded back to the Patriots so he can retire as a Patriot. Uh, well, officially. he's he's not officially under contract. His contract is over. So he's I technically he had a three-year contract. I thought it was just a two-year deal. No, I think it was a three-year contract. Well, so I think there's some unfinished business on that end. You think, well, I mean, if he's put in the paperwork and said he's retired, that's going to be it. Well, he says he's retiring, but well, that doesn't mean he's put in well, the Well, there's paperwork. also a possibility that he could just be pissed with how it ended in New England and want nothing to do with them. Agree or disagree? I don't think that's the case. You really don't? No. Interesting. But uh, I would think he would have mentioned, I mean, especially if there was some behind-the-scenes stuff of him going back to the team, he would have mentioned at least a thank you to the, you know, the crafts for taking a chance on me or Belichick for helping me with, you know, any of that stuff. But he certainly mentions Bruce Arians and the Glazers and the Buccaneers a bunch in his statement, but he doesn't mention the Patriots at all. So I don't know if there's bad blood there, but officially Tom Brady retired 
from football as the greatest quarterback of all time. Agree or disagree, Big J? Uh, yes, without a doubt. The Rams could be without their tight end, Tyler Higbee, in the Super Bowl. His status is in question. He suffered an MCL sprain during the NC NFC Championship game on Sunday. Sean McVay said that they think that there's a possibility that he could play. But we will see. You know, he's got a week and a plus to heal up, and hopefully he'll make that happen. Josh McDaniels, officially the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. He is leaving the Patriots as their offensive coordinator, taking over the reins in his second head coaching job in his career. And rest in peace to Moses Mosley, Big J. He is one of the zombies, Michonne zombies, in The Walking Dead. He passed away at the age of 31. His body was found on Wednesday. They believe it was a suicide, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Once again, a reminder that if you are having dark times, bad thoughts, you are not alone. Idaho Suicide Hotline is a great resource. Talk to family, friends, the place. This world's a better place with you than it is without you. So he will be celebrated for his role on The Walking Dead. He also appeared in Watchmen and The Hunger Games Catching Fire as well. So uh, sad news to report on The Walking Dead family. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and uh, we've got a nice little morning after prize package here. We've got uh, two medium classic combos from Porta Subs. That gets it qualified for a six foot big game party sub. Uh, obviously, you know what to do with that coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, we also have tickets to tomorrow night's show at the Rev Center, Magic Sword, and Avatar. It's going to be a great show, and uh, we'll get to set up with those tickets. You just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J is back. That means regular old Pop Culture Smackdown back on the agenda. 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you'd like to win this prize package. Good luck to all parties involved. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hi. Hi, good morning. What's your name, please? Becky. All right, Becky, you're up first. It is Harry Styles' birthday, Becky. Which boy band was Harry in before they decided to break up in 2015? Uh, uh, I know this. D5? No. Wrong. The D5. I, is that a real band? I don't know. I mean, Becky, your guess is as good as mine, but that unfortunately is not correct. Hello, the X. Hello. Oh, scared? Are you scared of our Harry Styles trivia? Uh, Hello, the X. <laughs> Good man, Harry Styles' birthday today. Which boy band was Harry in before they broke up in 2015? Well, sir, I do believe it was that one badass band, One Direction. Right. That is correct. One of Big J's favorites. Good job, sir. Uh, You're taking on Big J. Big J, there's a brand new Netflix series called The Woman Across the Street from The Girl in the House. It is a parody of thriller mystery movies. Two of the following movies are actually real. One title I have made up. You have to tell me which one I made up, okay? Okay. The Girl on the Train, The Woman in the Window, or The Mistress in the Attic. One of those is actually, uh, two of those are real movies. One of them's fake. Which one's the fake one? The the Mistress in the Attic. The Mistress in the Attic is correct. Right. The Woman in the Window and The Girl on the Train are real movies. Back to you, sir. Every team in baseball honored Jackie Robinson by retiring his number. What number is that that is retired from all of baseball? 42. That is correct. Right. Big J, which well-known American actor and SNL alum played Theo Huxtable's friend Smitty on The Cosby Show in the late 80s? Oh, man. Uh, Smitty. It's me, Smitty. And he was on SNL? Yeah. He was an SNL alum. alum. Yes. Um, duh, man, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't got nothing. Can't even name me anybody that was on Saturday Night Live. 
Chris Rock. Wrong. <laughs> Not Chris Rock. That's Wrong. racist. The answer is Adam Sandler. Right. Adam Sandler played Smitty on the Cosby Show. Congratulations, man. You got tickets to Avatar tomorrow, and you're going to go check out and get a little bit of uh, porta subs coming your way, and you're qualified for that six-foot party sub as well. Please hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. How many times was he Smitty in the Cosby Show? I do not know how many episodes he appeared on, but it was towards a later run of the Cosby Show, probably two or three. wasn't a huge, gigantic thing, but that was the thing that got him famous before he was on Saturday Night Live. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines are next on the X-Rock. Hey. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. It's a great place to get started. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Real mature, rent is too damn high, and buffet of violence. Uh, oh, man. Buffet of violence. Usually an all-you-can-eat buffet is a great place to be until it turns into an all-you-can-throw brawl. And it happened at a Golden Corral in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania over the weekend. <laughs> Maybe you saw the video and it's just no. gone viral. It is absolutely bananas. Is it over the steak line? Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's literally like the dining room. But diners in the crowded restaurant started shouting at each other, and then things quickly escalated into an all-out melee. We're talking about chairs, dishes, tables, uh, booster seats all being hurled through the air and thrown, children running for safety. Witnesses say two people appear to have been hurt pretty badly, and the dining room suffered tremendous damage, and there's no doubt about it, judging from the video. Most people managed to leave before authorities arrived, but police have not yet made any arrests, but they still are investigating what it's all about. But it is bananas. I mean, like, it goes from shouting to somebody picking up a chair and hitting somebody over the head with it fairly quickly. And then it's just an all-out brawl, which is bananas. Yeah. Uh, and crazier that it happened at, like, you know, a buffet. Yeah, somebody cut in front of somebody in the steak line. You, you hear what I'm saying? You can't really tell what they're arguing about, but you may be right. Who knows? Uh, is that, to you, a uh, grab a chair and hit somebody over no. the head offense? Okay. Just making sure. I don't know what's okay no, and what's I- not okay. Because uh, the steak's not going anywhere. I mean, there's going to be plenty more coming. Real mature or rent is too damn high? Rent is too damn high. A city rental property in the UK has been likened to basically a garden shed, but somehow it still rents for over $1,400 per month. Photos show what appears to be a small building made out of wood. It's located behind an apartment building. Comes with a fitted kitchen and appliances, but it's only one room. It's very much the definition of a one-room apartment. Some say the shed is a good example of how bonkers the housing market is right now in England, but others say the owner's just being greedy. Meanwhile, the shed is being described as a highly quality, high quality development. It appears to be newly built, and somebody's in there for $1,400 a month, so it's crazy. Yesterday, we had the story of somebody that was renting out their balcony in their apartment with a tent for $1,100 a month, and now we have a story of somebody basically renting out a shed uh, I'm behind an apartment for $1,400 I mean, how can you live with yourself doing that? I don't know. I don't know. Like, you've got to be a real douchebag. I know. It's. It seems like there's a, there's a certain amount of... And think about how desperate the other person has to be to go, okay, I'll pay $1,400 a month to essentially live in a shed. It sucks, man. It sucks. We all have to do better. There's no way I could ever do that. <laughs> no. No. Although you did used to live without air conditioning. When you think about it, isn't that crazy? No. I mean, uh, as a as an owner of property, oh, I, 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 I could never no. imagine doing that. I could either. I could never sleep at night. Wrap it up with Real Mature. 
Uh, it's always fun to take a look at personalized license plates that the DMV rejects. <laughs> and we have a list of those, and they come from Florida, Big J, so you know they're going to be quality. Oh, wow. Some of the ones that the DMV said, yeah, that's not even cool, even for a Florida uh, license plate. Uh, somebody wanted to have their license plate say T. Bundy, which seems like it's pretty in poor taste, especially in Florida. Another person uh, wanted to have their license plate say fart, but uh, Florida said no. Others include uh, 2020 WTF, Forever 69, Drug Man, I Fart, Meth, and Nuts with a bunch of ZUs in there. All of them, Florida said no. We're classier than that. Debatable, but it won't mm-hmm. be on a license plate anytime soon, so now you know. No butt man? No butt man. Nope, that's that's strictly a Seinfeld thing. Uh, I do like the <laughs> I do like the uh, I Fart one, uh, unfortunately. I don't know why you would want to add your license plate. but well, And why wouldn't they let that go? Uh, I think it's bodily function stuff they have problems with. They tend to in the uh, the higher-ups. Not like uh, stuff that involves bodily functions, even though, yes, everybody farts. It's the same reason why you don't see a lot of I poop on a uh, license plate. Everybody Touché. poops, but nobody wants to talk about it in a license plate form. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. Latest from Mastodon, that is Tear Drinker here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it's that time of year, Big J. If you're looking to budget shop, there's a particular item that is probably smart for you to purchase these days, right? Yeah, this time of year after the uh, the, the big AFC-NFC championship game, we got a huge uh, game coming up here in just a couple weeks, the big game. Um, and, and so that means that a lot of people can be sitting around watching it on TV, hundreds of millions of people. Uh, and uh, that's when a lot of TV retailers decide, you know what, this is when we're going to make uh, prices real interesting for folks uh, to pick up those new TVs. And indeed, that is what's happening. So, uh, I mean, we're talking 4K smart TVs on sale now at this point. Yeah, if you're looking and, you know, the bigger ones are really the ones that are going to save a lot of money on right now. So if you're in the market for like a, a 75 inch or a 77 inch Jith behemoth, then now would be the time to maybe be in the market for something like that because the deals are fast and furious. Yeah, I mean, the, the Sony uh, line of OLED smart TVs, uh, I mean, we're talking 77-inch that you were talking I'm $600 off. Yeah. That's still really expensive for that particular TV, but uh, if you want to go big and, uh, and make it a splash, that's a way to do it, man. Was it Black Friday that you ended up buying a television? Yeah. Do you regret it yeah. looking at some of the prices, or did no, you do okay? No, not at all, because some of these TVs, I mean, we, we didn't need a huge TV uh, for our room, and, you know, we got a smart TV, we got what we wanted. Not only so. that, but yeah, but I mean, also, it's not like Black Friday's a bad time to buy TVs either. That's exactly. also a very smart yeah. time to be on the lookout for electronics and electronic sales. So, if you're looking to upgrade, even if you're not a football fan, now would be the time to look around for television. Because that's when the deals are and the sales are. So look at us trying to save people money, Big J. That's what we always try to do. Everybody's falling on a budget. So you got to make sure you got to take care of number one. If you would like more personal shopping, please get at me at BigJXRock.com. Big J loves to spend other people's money. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, We will do some bad impressions. That's next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. A hell of a prize pack here. Uh, a couple of great bands that have been here before and are returning. And one of those tomorrow night at the Rev Center, uh, Avatar. And it's going to be a fantastic show there at the Rev. Opening up for them is Magic Sword. 
Uh, they're fantastic, and they're from the Treasure Valley. They've yeah. been on tour with Avatar this whole time, so can't wait to see that tomorrow night. And then coming up on the 21st, our first free X show in two years. Uh, it is going to be at the Knit on the 21st. Uh, Dead Sarah. We've got uh, Silent Theory opening up. You've got Ghost Box and Crush the Monster. It's going to be fantastic, Dead Sarah. So with both of these sets of tickets here, if you figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. Big Jay's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less then you are going to a couple of shows to the phones we go hello the x hey guys what's up man what's your name it's wayne all right wayne you're up first good luck i'm thor's brother in the mcu and i'm often referred to as the god of mischief uh next one i was the bad guy for the most part in the first avengers movie and hulk had fun tossing me around uh, Loki? There you go. Loki is correct. And Big J didn't even warn you. He was looking for a fictional character. Well yeah. done. Hang on one I second, I don't give dude. Wayne any extra help. Uh, what was Clue 3 for fun? The title of my TV series on Disney Plus also happened to be my name. And why is Loki in the news? Uh, this is just in, Nick. Uh, Loki Season 2 official, and it's going to start filming this summer in England. That makes sense to me. I mean, I guess there's going to be a lot that is uh, kind of brought together in the Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange 2. As uh, that kind of directly ties into the first season of Loki. And we'll see what ends up happening after that. And then you've got season two. So why not, right? It was yeah. a huge hit. It was very popular. Are they bringing everybody back? Because uh, they, were, they weren't sure if they were going to bring the showrunner back. Is everybody involved? I'm not sure how many people are involved. But you know who is? Tom Hiddleston. Well, of course. Uh, you could not. I can't imagine the uproar if they did a Loki season two without Tom Hiddleston. That would be quite the uh, coup, so to speak. But I'm excited for it. Uh, I know you are as well, so why not? Give us all the Marvel we can handle. Agree or disagree, Big Amen to that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Yeah. All right, that's Bring Me the Horizon. That is Die for You, and that is how we're wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J today. Welcome back, Big J from Belize. Yeah. Hopefully it was nice to be back into the swinging things, and uh, you'll get out of that tropical uh, Margaritaville lifestyle here fairly soon, uh, dragging you kicking and screaming back into uh, cold weather and Boise weather. Yeah, island time. Yes. That's, uh, that's a real thing, and boy, man, it's real obnoxious. Uh, you don't like it? No. How come? I want my stuff now. <laughs> Not in 45 minutes. Like, you wouldn't believe how Oh, is that it... what they say to, 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 as an excuse to why everything takes so damn long? Well, it's clear, man. Everybody moves at a snail's pace, and it's like takes forever to get something. What, what did you want? Well, what, what, meals? I see. Like, you're, you're, you're going to have a meal. It's gonna, you're going to be there an hour and a half, at least, minimum. And, and you want it right away. Well, I don't know if I want it right away, but, I mean, when it comes to, you know, tallying up the bill and those sort of things, we don't need to wait a half hour. You just can't relax, huh? That's the thing. No, I, I can relax, but I want to go relax somewhere else from where I just <laughs> ate. All right, all right. Uh, I, it's interesting, but uh, yeah, they were—they didn't seem to speed things up for you. Huh? Big no. No, no. Uh, it didn't matter. You were on island time whether you like it or not. That's right. We also had a chance to talk a little bit about how you should not use fire as a snow removal device on this particular program. And we even got some more tales from Belize, courtesy of Big J. Big J will watch the movie Tenant tonight and review it for you tomorrow and let you know if it's worth your time. It's on HBO Max if you want to watch it or rewatch it and compare and contrast your review to his. But that does leave you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, Lego has uh, now made available uh, to you and everybody who wants to go buy it. The Home Alone Lego set. 
What does that include? The whole house? Uh, yeah, it's the house plus uh, the little van that uh, that they use. The, the Joe Pesci. And, sure. Um, and a bunch of little Lego people. Uh, the well, Callister family. How much is it? Take a guess. Is it a, the house big? Yes. Uh, I'll say two hundred and seventy-nine dollars. You're close, man. Two forty-nine. There you go. Ninety-nine. Uh, I listen. I advise everybody that's spending hundreds of dollars on Legos. Uh, do whatever you want to do, but whatever you do, don't open it. That's the stuff that kind of grows in value. Like if you still had some of those Lego sets, like the old Harry Potter stuff, you could get a ridiculous amount of money yeah. for them right now. They just don't make them anymore. Buy two. Exactly. Buy, Buy one two. to uh, invest in and the other to enjoy. If you want to build it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. Jason Drew's coming in next. We'll see you tomorrow at CX Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.